This is a podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. Let's talk about Heat magazine now. Uh, some great stories in Heat this week. Ollie Murs, we've uh, featured him in the showbiz news yesterday, but it goes mm. into a little bit more detail uh, today in Heat magazine. And uh, he's given up X Factor. Do you think? Um, do you think he gave it up, or do you think he was going to be pushed? Uh, maybe he did jump before he was pushed because he didn't get that much good sort of feedback, and he made a couple of absolute clangers as well. Didn't well, he? it would have been a bit mm. strange having mm. Caroline Flack mm. go. And just having Ollie there and bringing somebody else in. I know, It would I know. have been a bit odd. I think it's better to just clear the decks and start again. But he's yeah. claiming that he's done it because his heart belongs to music. Ollie's decision to no longer present the ITV show comes after his partner in crime, Caroline Flack, got the boot and Nick Grimshaw decided not to return for a second series. The 31-year-old said he's called time on The X Factor so that he can focus more on his music career. This was an incredibly hard decision to make and one that I didn't take lightly as I've really enjoyed co-hosting The X Factor. It's been one big adventure and I loved every minute of it. But my heart belongs to music and I want to concentrate 100% on making my next album and getting back to performing. Ollie added, last November I was doing the show, promoting a new single, and I felt increasingly like the music side of things had to be shoehorned into the TV schedule. Now that I've started working on my next album, I couldn't see myself having the time to do both. However, Ollie and X Factor big boss Simon Cowell have already agreed to work on a new TV show. Simon told us it was fantastic having Ollie on the X Factor last year, and now this time he has to concentrate on his new album. In addition to this, we have agreed to work on some other TV projects in the future. Very interesting, very interesting. I do think he should make music his priority, though. That's what got him famous, and that's what he's good at. That's where his strengths lie. Yeah, I, I'm a bit cynical, mm, I have to I, say. I think he's been pushed, and I think uh, Nick Grimshaw's been pushed, and I think they've been... I think they've they've probably had the option to say, mm. um, look, if, if, you know, you can say that you decided to walk. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they would have done him that favour if the producers were saying, look, they just want to start with a, a clean slate, because, yeah, it would be a bit odd to have only one out of the three you know if Caroline and Nick Grimshaw have gone then just to have him remaining it would be a bit odd so yeah I, I'm I'm a cynic like you at heart Jill so I think it's probably quite true but good luck to him you know he is a better musician in my opinion so I think that's where he should focus his energies yep definitely definitely it'd be interesting to see who actually you know yeah. fills all of their shoes because this the, year the x factor has been struggling for ratings the last year or two it has been slowly going down they've been bringing in these new faces these new names to try and perk it up a bit well there's a list of people mm. that they were saying you know we're going to take over the presenting role you know the the caroline and ollie role yeah and uh even uh susanna reed and pierce morgan <laughs> were in there <laughs> Are you joking? No. Oh, they're clutching at straws if that's the case. Yeah, the X Factor just needs to really yeah. totally start from scratch, in my opinion. Yeah, but definitely. We'll see what happens this season. Definitely. Okay, uh, let's move on to, well, we featured them earlier on in the show business. Oh, yes. It's Katie and Peter. They're talking again. Via Twitter, yes. Heat Magazine spotted the former enemies posting friendly emojis to each other on Twitter yesterday afternoon, including a mysterious winking eye emoji. And immediately, Heat Magazine swooned into unconsciousness. What does this all mean? Well, it's thought that 
Pete, who divorced Katie in September 2009 after four years of marriage, is particularly pleased with an interview his ex-wife has given this week in which she's talked candidly about how much she likes Peter's new wife, Emily McDonough. She also told Heat that she respects Pete's decisions as dad to their two children, Princess and Junior, and that she's totally fine to text him now and again. It's a far cry from their old relationship as freshly divorced co-parents. Over Christmas of 2013, Katie blasted her ex on Twitter saying, what kind of dad doesn't let their children see their mum? Not even one day over Christmas when the children want to see their mum. She also posted, can someone remind him he has a son called Harvey that calls him dad or was that just for show too? Well, of course, those messages were quickly deleted back at the time of writing and the two almost came face to face with each other in court late last year, but Katie ended up settling her privacy claim in December 2015 without the case going to trial. So, does this mean Katie and Peter will now be best buds or is it just the latest in a clever saga to get us all talking? Who knows, says Heat Magazine, but watch this space because I don't think it's the last that we've heard of it. No, I definitely don't. I mean, we hear about, you know, something about them every single week in either Heat or Closer, whatever the magazine may Mm, be. mm. And, um, you know, they've got very clever PR machines in the, you know, they can really make something out of nothing. Exactly. A mysterious winking eye emoji. It is all about the, what could that type of emoji mean? Is this the one that, yeah, so there's there's lots of subtext, isn't there? There's always lots of subtext. Definitely. I still think she loves him. Maybe it's just the romantic side of Mm, me. Yeah. You know, I I thought they were a kind of match made in heaven. Yeah. I think because she's been through lots of relationships since they broke up, haven't they? And Mm. he's, now that he's settled down with this Emily McDonough that yeah maybe she is just feeling a bit mm, still yearning for something there but there's not so let's hope they can just be friends for the kids sake exactly exactly okay listen uh, a couple that have not managed to last Mm. the test of time uh, which is quite surprising really because they did seem so incredibly together Professor Green and his missus I'm very surprised at this because like you say I thought they were a great couple Millie McIntosh of Made in Chelsea fame and Professor Green have split after two years of marriage. On Saturday, Millie and Mr. Green (laughs) announced that they were calling time on their marriage and now sources close to the couple have told a newspaper that the separation happened because Professor Green, whose real name, I didn't know this, is Stephen Manderson, they wanted to start a family as soon as possible, but Millie did not. The insider said kids became a big problem. Millie didn't want them anytime soon, but he did. And that's really sad for Stephen because he's a lovely sensitive guy who will make a great dad one day. They loved each other but would have these crazy explosive rows. Professor Green, age 32, has also said in the past that their busy schedules made it difficult to spend time with his 26-year-old wife. He said following a joint trip to Florence in order to try and spend more time together that it was the first time I'd seen her properly in 30 days. We had seen each other like ships in the night but we weren't getting any quality time together. It's good sometimes to have space but it's also difficult when you miss someone for that long. It used to happen when I was touring you would have a day off and try and have the best day of your life but then you would just start arguing and that is the nature of the relationship. So Professor Green and Millie McIntosh no more. 
It's a shame, really. Mm. I um, I saw a, a program with him on one of these breakfast programs on mm. at the weekend, recently, and uh, he was on it, and he was kind of um, promoting a documentary that he'd done about oh, yeah. suicide. Right. Yep. Um, his father committed suicide. Oh. So, yeah, and and it really, really strongly affected him. Really. Um. Right, so right. he's tried to raise a lot of awareness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About suicide and stuff like that, but I I wonder, you know, has has it been an intense time for them mm. because obviously he said to sort of relive a whole load of things and yeah, I, I think yeah. he wrote a book about it as well I could be wrong I've, I've seen him do other documentaries mm. I thought on the BBC as well about social issues homelessness and that sort of thing as well so he has got quite a social conscience it seems mm. yeah but maybe it has relived a lot of things or maybe it's just made him yearn for that family stability and she wasn't ready but I'm always surprised when I hear people break up because of the this children, children issue because in my mind if you're going to break up and then you know it's going to take you a while to get into another relationship that might be two or three four or longer years before you end up having a family in that one if you love each other and you can get on then just postpone it and at least you will still have a family but maybe not immediately but I'm just talking, you know, rubbish. I've never been in that situation, but that's my opinion. Anyway. But the thing is, you know, she's only 26, and maybe, True, maybe, maybe just another couple of years would have been enough mm, mm. Um, to let her get her wild yeah, days behind her. That's right. If she still wanted to be going out, and mind and, you, look at this one sitting behind me, 27, <laughs> and she's wilder than ever. Uh, yeah, but with a fam- young family as well. So it can be, it can be done both ways. But maybe it was the age difference because she is a bit younger, 26, and he was 32. So you know, with an established career maybe that he wanted to settle down but maybe she was a bit different with the age difference there well so. the thing is he has got an established career he's been around for a while yeah. she is fairly new on the scene isn't she the last Indeed. couple of years yeah, with, yeah it's not been long maybe mate. she's just enjoying her newfound kind of celebrity yeah, yeah. that kind of thing 26 is it's still young mm, because um, if you're not in you know in, in the kind of frame of mind to have children that's right yeah maybe she got married too early because they've been married for two years so she was 24 when they got married and you would think that once you're married that's when you start settling down and having kids so maybe she just wasn't ready maybe they rushed into it but yeah let's hope they can still as we always say be friends yes. <laughs> I'm not ready to have children <laughs> at 39 um, okay let's move on to our last story now and it's Cheryl good old Cheryl Fernandez Vecini after months of speculation that the end of their marriage was imminent reports surfaced last week that Cheryl Fernandez Vecini's husband Jean Bernard was desperately trying to win her back and still wants children with her the claim comes a fortnight after Cheryl 32 was snapped looking happy and healthy as she partied in Barbados for pal Kimberly Walsh's wedding. A source said that JB wanted to meet face-to-face to to talk things over, but Cheryl has mixed feelings. She's torn and doesn't know what to do. Part of her is desperate to talk to him and hear him out, but the other half isn't sure if it can make it work. Cheryl feels it's down to him to say sorry. Ooh, I know she she doesn't have much luck with relationships. Poor old Cheryl, does she? She doesn't, but you know... Does it not kind of scream mm. that that you know she's maybe very difficult to live with? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you know you look at her and and apparently I mean I've never seen the girl but apparently she's so beautiful. She is. You know you would think that you can put up with a lot. I know. Um, to be with Cheryl. I think maybe it could also be the fact that she has such a public profile that mm. such a high level celebrity never gets any peace. And if you want a private relationship, you're not going to get it when you when you're that famous. So maybe that's it as well. I wonder if she could be just a little bit of a madam. Mm. 
because she's she is so popular. I think I think you could be onto something, but that's not for me to say. No, <laughs> anyway, listen. Thank you very much for taking us through the current issue of Heat Magazine. Don't forget, it is out on the shelves just now. If you want to go out and get it, uh, but if you can and you want to take a look online, it's a fully accessible website. It's heatworld.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. For more podcasts, check out insightradio.co.uk.